Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I'm Evie. And today we're looking at Iron Fist Season 1, the uh, Marvel Netflix series. It's the last installment before we get into the Marvel's Avengers, oh, sorry, Defenders series. Uh, it's a story of Danny Rand. Uh, it was brought to you by showrunner Scott Buck. At the time, Buck was doing the Inhumans series uh, on Fox. So uh, it's he wasn't scoring too high in terms of his uh, output. Uh, but like you're only as good as your last production, really. Uh, hopefully, we'll see more of his work, and hopefully, he can redeem, redeem himself down the road. But the show stars uh, Finn Jones as Danny Rand, Jessica Henwick, Rosario Dawson. Uh, it is a an eclectic class uh, of uh, characters. But uh, Evie, give us the overview of the show. Okay, overview of the show is a man called Danny Rand. And when he was young, he boarded a plane with his parents. Parents died, so it was just him on the plane. In the Himalayas, some monks trained him and gave him teaching and showed him what chi was. And chi, um, so he learned that. Then he just um, decided to uh, go to New York and find out um, about his his um, sister and brother, and from there he met his his siblings, and mm-hmm. his siblings hated him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then he met a girl who also learned karate, and then um, from there he actually learned that there was a group called the hand that was bad which is um opposite of his morals and then from there he um, met the hand and then he fought them and became a master in karate yeah you know it just occurred to me now is the hand versus the fist now that's so such a simple idea it's okay. okay anyways so what this show does well uh it first of all i would say it's very truthful to the original to the to the source material comic book uh danny ran he's a uh, you know like kind of like bruce wayne he's the son of these uh, millionaire moguls mm-hmm. you know in his life in, in his family tragedy their, his parents died in a plane crash yeah. and he landed with these monks yeah. in sort of an interdimensional like kung lao or it's a kung lun mm-hmm. uh and, yeah. and that's where he learned through the monks where he learned to become well, eventually become the, the immortal Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the characters here are interesting. Um, I The plot is very straightforward. Uh, where it does really well, I think, is the char- side characters with Colleen uh, Wing, played by Jessica Henwick. She's consistent. The action sequences with her are always great. Her story arc is amazing from beginning, being a cage fighter to ma- make money, to her knowledge of the hand that we learn of, and then where she ends off having, being a character who she's at a loss. You know, mm-hmm. and she's on her own, and and uh, there's some soul searching with the character. But like it, the the arc of her character has very facet, very uh, varied facets about her, and it's the most engaging and interesting character. Uh, whenever she has her martial arts fighting or the action sequences, or even just the acting in general, mm-hmm. it's always top notch with yeah, her character. Uh, we also get uh, Rosario, Rosario Dawson's character Claire Temple. She's mm-hmm. the ongoing thread between all the shows, and of course we get. Um, Turk, mm-hmm. he, he makes his, he makes his little cameo appearance. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are threads in it that helps you join uh, all the shows together. And uh, the idea of the Meachams, Ward and Harold Meachams, they are your antagonists. Yeah. It's about a guy who 
uh, is of two worlds, and he's trying to uh, find his past. Hmm. And then, and of course, they have a common. Well, both his lives have a common enemy. It's the hand, and then that is has been able to bridge the two lives together at, in, in an indirect fashion. So, I thought that was an interesting way to approach it. Um, so, in terms of story, where they could have done with this, and how what the trajectory was on this. I liked it. I mean, because they had all they had like 40, 40 years of material from the seventies, maybe even before that, of Iron Fist. You know, whether it's Heroes for Hire or just the Iron Fist character, mm-hmm. uh, they had a, a lot to uh, a plethora to mine. And when we get into uh, the finale of Defenders and then season two of Iron Fist, it takes from the the, uh, the Iron Fist character as we go along in this series in the 1990s uh, comic books of, of Iron Fist and what he does what that character mm-hmm. does so uh, there's a lot to mine here I thought it was really great well uh, what works for me is all the martial arts and his girlfriend Colleen um, she can fight mm. she can fight you know like um, she's amazing but what doesn't uh, work for me is Danny Rand I hate saying it but I don't know. He's kind of a whiny type. Oh yeah, he's guy. he's he's very juvenile. You know, for the fifteen years of his life, he missed those first hand experiences that shape one's person to become an adult to sure. Sure. A maturation in one character. Sure. So uh, he comes across extremely whiny mm-hmm. to the point that it's really a detriment to the series and okay. and to everyone in the show. So uh, yeah, I, I I fully agree with you, like mm-hmm. uh, completely. So, uh, in terms of the big picture, uh, as I was leading to early, earlier, I mean, the enemy is the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get this kind of show. This show tells you that there are different seg- The hand is not just one entity. There are various divisions in the hand, and then we learn in Defenders, it's actually five. And it's like the gangs in New York, where there's five points in New York that become mm-hmm. the hand. Yeah, yeah. Four yeah. fingers and a thumb, so to speak. Yeah. So this is where uh, well, Defenders goes into that more detail. But this show sets up the idea that this there is an enemy that exists that's an underlying enemy since day one of daredevil but we only touch on the character of the, of the hand a little bit touch hand fist anyway so we touch on the character of the hand and then now we get into uh into the into the defender so this is like your last yeah. stepping stone to defenders, defenders yeah. and understanding the enemy uh, and more detail because there's more to the mystery and there's a lot more happening under the city so to speak Actually, quite right. Yeah. Also, literally, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's the big picture of it because mm-hmm. it's all leading to something, and uh, this has been a work. I think three years in the making process of weaving storylines mm-hmm. between all the uh, Marvel Netflix characters until we get to this, and this takes place one month before we get to Defenders. So mm-hmm. this is the last ride uh, to sure. to the to the big show. I'm Danny Rand. I've uh, been away a long time. Let's go. You don't belong here. I, I'm Danny Rand. Guys, I Dude. just want to talk. Hey! Welcome to Rant Enterprises. I left here 10 years old in a jet with my parents. I became the lone survivor. Danny Rand, back from the dead. Why has he waited this long to show up? How the hell did he learn martial arts? Where'd you train? Kunlun. father instilled in me a love and respect for this company that has never faded. This is my home. Red is my company. This city is no place for Danny Rand. We put- As for Danny 
he's okay. Um, he could more firm and you know um, uh, outgoing. Mm -hmm. um, wrecks the program. I hate to say. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I will give season one a five out of ten. Okay. And the reason why is I think that uh, I find the character of uh, Davos irritating. I think uh, uh, Danny Danny Rand is juvenile, uh, and I think that's done purposely, which is unfortunate to uh, the series. I just think he's just a child. But then that's because he's removed from civilization for fifteen years. Yeah. And then, um, but then the reason why I give it that five and not like a lower score is because I think Claire Temple's character was amazing. I think the best, the MVP of this series is Colleen Wing. Also the scenes from the Rizzo where he directed the, uh, almost like the Game of Thrones, not Game of Thrones, a Game of Death sequences where he goes to China and fights all those masters to get rid of the hand that right. way. Uh, that was amazing. So uh, that's why I give it a five because it okay. wasn't bad. The whole series wasn't bad. There were really great elements in it. Right. But this this movie takes a beating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, was, it took a bit of a beating for me. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you give it? I give it maybe a six mm -hmm. uh, because because I like the fighting in it. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, uh, Colleen is really good, and and um, Rand Matthew Rand or Danny Rand Danny Rand right. Um, he's okay, but she uh, she kicks butt. She's really really good and what do you give it for a double feature what would you recommend as a companion piece to this movie um a series sorry black lightning mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you know they're kind of similar in that in that both their fists light up oh that's right yeah because it's energy yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah energy you mm -hmm. know which is good mm -hmm. other than yeah that's you know i think they're they're similar i don't know which superhero came first but Oh, Black Lightning, uh, Justice Sub Super Friends. You have oh, yeah. a uh, right. Black Vulcan, different yeah. character, but essentially it's the same character. Yeah. yeah, which is what I noticed. Yeah. So those two, yeah. So that's yeah. Yeah, I, I would recommend uh, to explain it. Well, I to explain where I'm going with this. Um, because Danny's chi was inconsistent through an entire s the series, and, uh, and and again going back to the idea of him being juvenile, yeah. um, he seems like the son of. Uh, Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China, the oh, Kurt yeah. Russell character. Oh, so, yeah. if they had a Big Trouble in Little China sequel, this would be the sequel as character. So, mm -hmm. uh, I would recommend if you watch Big Trouble in Little China because the character of Jack Burton was juvenile. He was a fish out of water. He didn't belong in this Asian market, and, uh, and he couldn't fight. And he, and, he, and and this can debate with his fighting abilities on the show because to me, it's like not even not even Wushu. It's like. Tai Chi almost the way he fights. Okay, it's just laying his arms and doing his choreographed dance. It was mm -hmm. was wasn't really his deadly arts. I guess when looking at it on my first glance, I didn't think his style of his fighting it seemed very loose and not very focused. Though I'm not a martial artist, so I, can, I mean I can't defend what I'm saying. I'm just saying from what I saw how I saw it. Uh, I, I'm I'm assured I'm sharing that a, a person who's fought either in MMA or actual fighting can really find his faults in his style oh, definitely. and attack him. And uh, because of that, I, I have to say that this was um, similar to, again, uh, the Big Trouble Little China character, a guy who really who, who was all talk but not really action. He was the, he was the sidekick in the, in the, in the, in the movie. Right. And Danny is more like the sidekick to Colleen. Right, but you know he wanted to know and he's just you know impulsive. So yeah. uh, that's my double feature. Oh cool. Okay, so with that, let's get into the mailbag. You've heard mailbag song. Hit it! 
so many letters. Pender from Point Pele, Ontario. He wrote, I hate it. I hated it. Yeah, our friend Repender, yes. Yes. I got Chris Pereira from Moncton, New Brunswick, and he Chris writes, Very decent portrayal of a story. A nice entertainment sorry, a nice entertainment for Marvel fans. There are still some characters that would have been played better by better cast. For example, Finn Jones, despite of being a good actor, doesn't suit uh, for the lead of this character for Danny Rand. And then there's the Steel Serpent and uh, Joy Meekstrom's character, uh, played by good actors. Did I read that right? And then there's the Steel Serpent and Joy Meekstrom's character. No, I said it right. Okay. Um, but what? But uh, but could have been played by even better actors. Iron Fist has a very hard and catchy storyline, and there's a potential to catch viewers' eye. But it needs to be very unique, or it needs to be a very unique combination of directing and casting. This series is designed and directed perfectly, but it fails to attract in terms of cast. Um, as I mentioned before, yeah, just in terms of like the fighting choreography, there is some... Um, I say there there are parts about this that I, I kind of like it could have been done better or somebody somebody more seasoned, and this is not necessarily whitewashing. You know, I mean, Danny Rand is a Caucasian man who was trained by monks, so uh, there's no there's no fault in this at all. And I just think you know that you could have got, I don't want to say Scott Atkins, but you could get a, a even a guy who's had some more experience than. Uh, Danny Rand, uh, the guy who played Danny uh, Finn Jones, but even in I don't know, we'll get into season two later on. But I I, I think there is room for improvement. Keisha Marquez from Niagara Falls. Um, it was uh, interesting at first, but but as it went along, just made the Iron Fist Danny look so pathetic. He beat a dragon and has all this training. Uh, uh, just to get beat up when he got to New York. <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah. And even the dragon was like a set of like streetlights. It was just such a weird concept, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And last but not least, we have T. Nissan from Detroit, Michigan. And T uh, Nissan writes, in bold letters, he writes, do not watch this show, even if it's for, even if, you, sorry, even if you have nothing to do, you're better staring at the sky for ten hours. My lord. Okay. Uh, first off, uh, or first of all, I would have given a zero star if I had the option was available to me. The worst Netflix Marvel TV series to be to be produced so far. Why can't the producers uh, see that season one bombed out? And anyways, watching Finn Jones act is like watching a tree act. Whew. Uh, Jessica Henwick was was a saving grace. Okay, you know what? Yes, uh, Henwick, in, in, I will say that she is the best thing for it. I mean, her, her fight sequences, her fight choreography was intense. Her acting was on par. Yes, and, and she was consistent throughout the entire thing. And then and watching her perform and giving some realism to the whole uh, series is great. Uh, I know my friend is laughing, but like it's true. Uh, there, there's always been some uh, criticism about Finn Jones's performance, and uh, going back to, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know, I don't know if watching the sky for ten hours is equivalent to uh, watching uh, 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 Iron Fist. But like what Chris Pereira says, just maybe the casting. Uh, but I, I overall, uh, what was your overall impressions of it? Like, what was you? Oh, so would you recommend? Would you recommend this uh, series to anybody? Um. If I had like um, nothing like to do, maybe mm -hmm. I would. That's being a bit harsh, but yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, I would only recommend this, and I'm being perfectly honest here. If you if you wanted to see the progression of this, like to get to defenders, because you actually had to watch. I don't think this even true, but like the, if you're if you're a completist, like if you're by if you're comic book, you have to get all the series or, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Uh, then the, if you want to get to the show Defenders and see how the show builds up to it, then you would have to watch Daredevil seasons one and two, Luke mm-hmm. Cage, and Jessica Jones season one, and then by default you have to watch Iron Fist just to know where all these characters come from before sure. reaching Defenders. So uh, in that sense, then yes, then I'd recommend people who want to see Defenders as a completionist kind of concept. But in itself, um, you can skip Iron Fist, like season one. In, in the overall grand scheme of the Netflix uh, roster or stable of uh, shows, uh, if it really is this, if it really bothers you, then it's not as important as you may think. Though uh, the Iron Fist character is key to understanding the villains with the hand uh, when you get into Defenders. So um, I would say it's important to watch this because no, it's not. I won't say it's important, but it kind of gives you. Uh, that this is the show that talks more about the about the hand, mm-hmm. who is the enemy that you do face in Defenders. So in that sense, it does it does relate and connect more to Defenders than any of the previous shows. Yeah. Though though uh, Nobu, the villain in Daredevil, is a member of the hand, and but that's that's only touched upon in certain episodes. It's not a, a, a mainstay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so with that uh, Evie, how can they reach us? Well, at um, uh, Pantheon of m at um, gmail.com and leave us your own personal film review comments or or what you could do is follow us on twitter or instagram at pantheon m or you could um, check out our website at www.pantheonofm.com with a direct link to our youtube channel audio platforms, our weekly blogs, and our schedule, scheduled guide for what's ahead. Perfect. And with that, I'm going to say I'm Ray. I'm Evie. Danny, what happened to you? Why are you really back here? Some bad people have gotten on the inside. Criminals. I know what they are, what they can do. To fight them, we need someone with special skills. I've been training my whole life for this. This is my destiny. It's time. I'm going with you. No, you're not. You need me. The change is coming, Danny. Become what you were meant to be. I am the Iron Fist. What the hell does that mean?